Hi, and welcome back to HFC. Uh, welcome to yet another episode of the Identity Series. And it turns out, after re-looking at some of my stuff and some of my notes, that we only have we only have three days left. For this week's episode, the title is I Am His Workmanship. This week's episode is focusing on Ephesians chapter two, chapter 2, verse 10, which says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ, Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And I feel like this really speaks to something that as you find yourself developing your relationship with Christ, that a lot of people find themselves asking, what is my purpose? What am I meant to be doing? We talked about um, two weeks ago, what our purpose purpose was, which is to glorify God. But now it's okay how do I glorify God? What am I supposed to be doing? God, what are you calling me to? What is my destiny? What is my plan? And sadly to say that you are not going to get your answer here. There's not going to be like, oh, well, your specific purpose is to do this or that. This is more of saying and acknowledging that there's an importance in asking God what your purpose is, what your role should be. We've talked about before that we are a part of the living body of Christ and that no part is more important than another. And so this is kind of extending on it. What is the importance of knowing our part? And it's kind of answered in the same verse because it says, for, first off, it acknowledges that we are his workmanship, that God is God is constantly working on us. We are his creation. We are his masterpiece that he's working on. And we know that because of previous um, parts of this identity series. Now we're moving on to what do we do? How do, What should we be looking at as far as doing it? And, and the fact of the matter is that we should be looking to God because it specifically says, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And I guess what I'm trying to say is, before I like stumble and I ramble and I keep myself going on and on, is we need to be focused on God's will for our life, not what sounds good, feels good, or looks good. A lot of times we see certain things that bring glory or even money. We see people, oh, well, that person's a preacher and he brings in, I don't know how much, uh, like a mega preacher or whatever they're called, bring in. But we see them and we're like, oh God, I want that. And I want this. And and I want to do that. Or, oh no, that's too much in the spotlight for me. I don't want to do that. Or, oh no, that requires too much of me. I don't want to do that. And we need to focus on specifically what God has for us. Because as it says in this verse, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Sometimes we are not called to do certain things. I know there's tons of people like, oh, that sounds interesting. I want to go do that. Or someone's like, I want to go on a missions trip because it sounds fun. I'm going to go exploring the world. But sometimes we are not called to go on a missions trip. Sometimes we are. Fact of the matter is when it comes to deciding what your purpose is, you need to be praying to God and and the verse that's coming to mind when I say lean not on your own understanding is Proverbs 3, verse 5, which says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. A lot of times we see people trying to find their purpose in the church, but instead of asking God what I should be doing or asking God what he has for them, a lot of times we just look for what's most convenient for us, what's most alluring for us. If we want glory, we're looking to be a preacher, a pastor. Oh, I want to say something. I want people to applaud me. I want people to say amen. I want people to say my name, to know my name. That when I walk on the stage, they're like, oh, there's an intelligent man. There's an intelligent woman. And those kind of things can be dangerous because as this verse says, God has prepared beforehand these areas that we should be walking into. And we're not leaning on his understanding. Not only <clears throat> not only are we not leaning on uh, on his understanding, 
but we're also veering off into areas where God's grace is not going to cover us because we're not listening to him and we're trying to do things in our own way. And honestly, oddly enough, the thing that comes to mind when I'm thinking about people walking out of the areas where God has called them to is the story of Jonah. Now, Jonah was asked by God to go and preach and share his word and kind of warn the people in Nineveh. Jonah decided he wasn't going to do that because to him, that angered him, that he should show compassion and grace to a place as dirty and 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 I don't mean dirty in the physical sense, possibly also the physical sense, but dirty and corrupted, that God should show any grace and compassion to this city. And so Jonah was angry and decided he was going to go somewhere else to try to delay the Lord's plans. <clears throat> and so one of the things, one of my favorite verses actually comes from Psalms 33 verse 10 through 11. It says, The Lord frustrates the plans of the nations and thwarts all their schemes. But the Lord's plans stand firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. And so while you can walk out of the grace of God, if you're walking in His grace, all the things in the world could come against you. But if God is intending for it to happen, it will happen. Because in that verse, it says, the Lord's plans stand firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. Could the plan look end up looking different? Could something else happen that wasn't quite what you pictured? Yes. But are his intentions going to be changed? No. What the God plans, what he intends to happen will happen if you are following in his will. And so that's part of the beauty in walking in what God has prepared for you and being in identifying as his workmanship and realizing that he has a specific plan for each and every single one of us. Could some of us be working on the same plan? Yes. Could some of us be working in the same areas? Yes. But we're all put there for a reason, even if that reason is just to be the person that talks to the person who's doing all the great things. You could be the person who consoles the greatest pastor or the greatest preacher to ever walk the earth after Jesus. And you could be the one that just he's having a down day or she's having a down day and you're like, let me pray with you. And that's the one thing you do that in your whole lifetime. But that one thing is what leads that person and what strengthens them and reminds them that the Lord is faithful. You could say, Hey, remember, Jesus loves you. And it could be the one thing that stops the next greatest preacher from ending their life or turning to, to, to evil ways. And they go on to do so many great things, all because you were faithful in that one thing. The truth of the matter is, it doesn't really per se matter what we're doing, so long as we're following what God's will for us. Because if it's in God's will, then things will be multiplied. We will reap a harvest so much greater than what we've sown. And when it comes to doing and glorifying God, it's all about doing God's will. Sometimes the greatest thing and the greatest way that we can glorify God, going back to you know, I am the glory of God, is by being obedient and by listening to what he's calling you to and not going to something just because, oh, I want the glory, I want the fame, I want the fortune, I want everybody to see me and to know my name. It is in Jesus that we deserve, that we discover our purpose. It is in through a relationship with Jesus Christ and, and through praying to God and through renewing our mind with the word that we discover our purpose, that we begin to just be filled and, and be able to hear and listen to and see because our eyes are unveiled. We've talked about that before as well, that our eyes are unveiled and we're able to begin to see and hear what God has for us, to see the things that He's guiding us to and hear the things that He's whispering to us, sharing to us, the word that He's giving to us, the way that He's trying to prepare us. <clears throat> and so this kind of goes into some of the other stuff that we've talked about previously about receiving your daily bed, reading your word and all that stuff. And it goes back to that as well. All of these identities, all of these things that you are, I am the glory of God, I am loved, I am all these great 
things that you are because of God, these are all only going to be strengthened or fortified in your mind, renewed in your mind, begin to transform your mind. You may have them in your mind, but they're not going to transform your mind, not going to transform the way that you're looking, your outlook on life, the way that you're seeing and doing unless you're constantly receiving your daily bread. One of my favorite verses is when we talk about um, <clears throat> the changing is Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 22. It says, My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. And if we go and really look at that, what follows that verse, we end up seeing, and if we keep reading beyond that passage, it goes, it says, my son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet and be steadfast in all, in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. And so my main focus is that ending part where it talks about being mindful of where you're walking, keeping your paths straight making sure that you're being steadfast and following and walking in the path that God has prepared for you. And all of our paths may look different, but they're all leading to the same place, which is that eternal life with Jesus Christ, which is what God has prepared for us and planned for us and is calling for us and his blessing and giving grace so that we can get there. But all those other parts are just as important. Guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. You have to have the purest of intentions to remind yourself daily of, of the good things that the Lord has done to, done for you and to remind yourselves of the identities that you have, the identity that you have, well, not the identities, but the identity that is created by all these different pieces that we've been talking about in these previous episodes. I mean, it, this isn't really something we've talked about, but it does say keep your mouth free of perversity, which is important. Another important thing is let your eyes look straight ahead, fix your gaze directly before you. It's not something that we've talked about, but it is an important aspect to identity. It's reminiscent of the story of Lot and Lot's wife, who she looked back and because of that, she was turned into a pillar of salt. As you're finding these identities, as you're making them part of who you are, because they are part of who you are in, in Jesus Christ, you have to remember that you are to keep your eyes facing forward. You are to keep your eyes facing forward to God's path and not looking back to who you used to be, but focusing on what God has for you. Before I get too off topic, I just uh, I just kind of wanted to share that verse, but some of the most important things that we can know is that by keeping God's word in our mind, by strengthening our relationship with God, that's how we can continue to hear God's will for us. And by hearing God's will, that's how we can make sure that we are walking in the path that God has prepared beforehand. And if we're not walking in that path that God has prepared beforehand, then we're walking out of the grace of God. When we follow the desires of the flesh, whether that's something as simple as, well, I don't want to do that because it's it's tiring. That's part of the flesh. We are all going to be led to different things. We all have things that for some of us, it may be okay, and for others, it may not be okay. We all know that some things people can find addictive and other things people can't. Some things people can find empowering and some things other people will find draining. Some people can pray for hours and, and some people struggle to pray at all. And I'm not saying that we're not all called to pray, but there are people who are called to do certain things. We all have that gift of prayer, and that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is some people are like straight-up prayer warriors. They can pray end on end on end on end, and that is something that you can pray for. There are some people who 
are doers. God has called them to go out and do. And while they pray, they may not be praying as much. There may be people who all they've been called to do is pray, to pray for people who are doing missions, to pray for people who are preaching, to pray for people who are singing, to worshiping, to pray for anointings to fall over churches. And and they may not have a single person know their name, but they may, they may have prayed for the greatest things to come, for the greatest... <clears throat> movements to happen and no one may know their name but they are in the will of god but they are abiding to the will of god and because they are doing so they are going to be blessed not on here but blessed in heaven because it says for people who are are seeking the glory on earth they'll, they'll receive their riches here but for the people who don't they'll receive their riches in heaven and i don't know about you but i'm pretty sure got it so riches are going to be worth a lot more than the riches on, on earth, which fade away and and decompose and, and devalue and eventually just it's it's left behind as we pass on to to the heavens. And so the last verse I want to share with you guys is Romans chapter eight, verse five. It says, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. And that's again just another way to remind yourselves what it's about, seeking your purpose, to seeking what, okay, I know I'm supposed to glorify God. How do I glorify God? Well, I'm going to glorify God in the way that brings glory to me, or I'm going to glorify God in a way that's easier for me. We are all called to different things. And while it may seem a little unfair, trust that God has prepared you for it. If anything, sometimes we have people are being forced to cover for other people because, and God's God's blessing them for it because they've been obedient but they're being forced to cover for other people because the person who was originally meant to do it wasn't obedient because they were too in the flesh to do their job, to do the role that God had called them for, that God had prepared them for. Anyway, if you take anything from this episode, I just want you to understand that we are a workmanship of God, meaning we are His workmanship, we are His masterpiece. But because of that, that second part is really important. God has prepared beforehand a path that we should be walking specifically in the verse, because I don't want to paraphrase it or change it or anything, which God prepared before and that we should walk in them. There is a path that God has prepared for us. When you walk outside of the path, you start to lose the grace of God. There's so much more you can do when you're walking with God than when you're walking beside God. We need to just make sure that we're praying or reading our words so that we, we can know what God's will for us is. We need to make sure that we're not just deciding that based on flesh or based on what's convenient for us, what's best for us, because ultimately we're not living for us. We're living for the glory of God. I am for the glory of God. I am a part of the body of Christ. These are all things that are reminding us that we're not to live for our flesh. We're not to live for what's convenient for us. We're not to live so that we can go and have all the things that we desire. We're to live so that we can glorify God and, and bring people closer to God and bring people and invite people in to have a relationship with God. Is that look for the same for everybody? No, that doesn't. Some people will be prayers, some people will be doers, some people will be preachers, some people will be singers, some people will do all of it. I only know what God has for me, and that's because I've been praying and and, and reading my Bible and He's been revealing things to me. And that's the same thing that could happen for you or or for any of us. And, and I'm not even saying that God has revealed everything to me. And that's why we stay in our word. We stay in our, we stay praying and we stay having a relationship with God so that we can continue to see the will of God and continue to make sure that we're on the right path and continue to make sure that what we're doing is what God has called us to do. Because when we walk out of that path that God has set for us, we begin to lose the grace of God. We begin to lose his blessings and his 
and his mercy and his understanding because he's like, whoa, what are you doing? That's not what I've prepared for you. All these things that God has called you to, that all these things that God is saying to do, he has prepared them for you. So not only should you find peace in that, you should realize that if you're not walking in what he's prepared for you, then you're walking out of his grace. You're walking out of his blessings because that's not what he's prepared for you. That's not what you're meant to do. Anyway, as always, let's go ahead and end this with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for loving me, first of all. I am so grateful for all that you've done to simply love and care for a humble servant like me. Help me to have insight to discern that which is for me according to your will. Open my eyes and ears to see and hear what your spirit is speaking to me. Help me to have a better relationship with you, reading my word daily and and praying to you daily. Help me to be guided by your spirit and not by my flesh. Give me your strength to overcome my flesh and to be as you are, to glorify you in every situation, in everything that I do and every thought that I have. Lead me from temptation and forgive me of my sins. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hi, and thank you for listening to this week's episode of HFC. I really hope we've been enjoying this uh, identity series, and I just pray that you really focus on reading your Bible and spending time with God and developing your relationship with God so that you can discover the purpose and the plan that He has for you. Because as we said today, it's all about making sure that you're in the will of God, because when we're in the will of God, no matter what we're doing, we're covered by His grace and anything is impossible. Have a God-blessed week. Uh, Thank you for listening. Bye.